Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast, where creatives come to learn how to market and grow their businesses. As creatives, we are committed to living an authentic life that is filled with beauty, innovation, passion, and meaning. We value our freedom, and technology has opened the doors to more possibilities for us. We have understood all along that the gig economy is the future. My name is Natalie, and this podcast will teach you everything you need to know about growing a thriving creative business. Did you know that the concept of a creative entrepreneur was first introduced in 1697 and defined as a means of advancing industry through ingenuity and creativity? But the term that was used to describe a creative entrepreneur at the time was projector, or in other words, inventor. It wasn't until 1796 that the term creative entrepreneur was used separately from the word inventor and began to reference innovation and delineate between a creative capitalist and an inventor. English professor John Hawkins and a group of his colleagues coined the term the creative economy in the mid to late 90s because they saw the need for a term that put the emphasis on creativity in the wake of the increase in attention given to information and data. They they felt that human creativity was being missed in the shift, and they wanted to develop a term that emphasized it. The digital revolution has blurred the lines between technology and creativity, and as such, creative entrepreneurship now encompasses art, culture, and technological innovation. So someone who designs apps can be considered just as much of a creative entrepreneur as a clothing designer. So what's the difference between a traditional entrepreneur and a creative entrepreneur? Hawkins defines a traditional entrepreneur as a person who builds and grows a company, but finds it hard to run when it's mature, so moves on to the next endeavor. Whereas a creative entrepreneur usually runs a small company that tends to stay small and serve the creative's ideals. A creative puts emphasis on the intrinsic value of her work. She feels that whatever it may be that she's creating adds value to the world. When she puts her work out into the marketplace, the extrinsic value also becomes a component of her success. These two prongs place her within the creative economy. The creative, however, oftentimes struggles with the inconsistencies between the intrinsic and the extrinsic value of her work. She creates work that she knows will make a difference in someone's life, but she's afraid that that work may not be good enough. As creatives, we must embrace failure and allow it to guide us. For the most part, creativity does not happen spontaneously, and just as we hone our skills over the years and the decades, we hone our business skills so that we learn how to increase the extrinsic value of our work. Creativity is synonymous with innovation, and that innovation is a creative product within a commercial environment. When the creative learns how to position herself in the marketplace properly, she will command a market price that is in line with her intrinsic value of her work. If you relate to my story and would like to join the movement, I'd be honored if you would visit constant-clients.com and subscribe to the mailing list to be notified when my new course launches on March 23rd.